Man, I love college. Do I really have to graduate or can I just stay here for the rest of my life? Kino Radio. Kino Radio. Kino Keto Radio, let's get right into it. College football picks, they're coming obviously. Didn't watch a whole lot of CFBS last weekend, saw Chase Rice. Let's start there, let's start there. Was out, it was a beautiful Saturday, beautiful autumn Saturday last weekend. I don't know how many of those we'll have left. This Saturday, it's not looking too good. Going to the Pats Sunday, looks like a beautiful day for the Pats to watch my Browns take on my Patriots. You know that that meme, that picture of Rob Lowe in an NFL game where he's rocking the NFL hat? That's going to be me this weekend. That's going to be me on Sunday, as like I mentioned. A preview for the AFC Championship, mind you. If you remember Keno Radio, first episode of the NFL preview, I said Browns, Pats in the AFC Championship. This is a preview. Browns are without Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Pats are probably going to be without D, uh, Damian Harris and Ramadre Stevenson. Two of them. I think they're both down two running backs. Uh, Pats due to concussions. Browns due to COVID. So it'll be an interesting game. Two teams that are run heavy are going to have to rely on throwing the ball, airing it out. So I love it. I'm going to be rocking my throw the damn ball hat, and I think they're going to be listening to me. But like I said, I'm going to be Rob Lowe in the NFL hat in the stands cheering on both teams. I just want both teams to score. Maybe I'll take the over. You know I don't bet on professionals, but maybe I'll make an exception this Sunday. Bet on the over. I just want both teams to score. It's a win-win for me. I legitimately don't care. I was talking at work about this. I legit, either way is good. The Pats win, obviously, I'm a Pats fan. And uh, this is probably contradicting myself. Oh, you're not a real Pats fan. I am a real Pats fan. I'm just also a real Baker Mayfield fan. Pats win. That's great. That's huge. What are they, six and four at that point? Four in a row? That's that's wonderful. They're rolling. Taking stranglehold. Ravens lost the Dolphins. Bills lost the Jaguars. Titans have lost the Jets. Bengals lose it. Like the AFC is so wide open right now that any win is just a great win against another AFC opponent, mind you. That's fabulous. But the Browns win. I mean, you know, I called it. I said Browns Super Bowl this year. Baker MVP. Baker's not going to win the MVP this year. He got injured. He missed the game. They're too run heavy. Two folks on defense. I'll be honest, his numbers aren't there. He's not going to win the MVP this year. Super Bowl still on the table. This is just to prove everyone wrong game. No better time to do it either than if Baker balls out. So I wouldn't mind maybe the Pats win and the Browns lose, but Baker throws for 450. They lose like 37-36 off a, I don't even know, a special teams touchdown as time expires, something like that, where Baker just has a perfect QBR. That would be probably a dream scenario. But either way, I'm in a win-win situation. I'm Rob Lowe this weekend at the Pats and the Browns. Um, I don't even know where I was starting. Oh, Chase Rice, letdown. Fifth time I've seen Chase Rice. I think Kenny's the only person I've seen more. I believe I've seen Kenny six times. Luke might be five. Luke Bryan. Luke Combs only three. Luke Combs creeping up on us. December 4th. TD Garden. Two years in the making. Literally bought tickets almost two years ago. I cannot wait for that. That's a little foreshadow. We'll get into that. We'll get into uh, CMAs. This week we'll obviously have the picks. Well, obviously, like I said, I didn't watch a whole lot of games last weekend, so I don't know how heavy we'll get into the recap. But we'll get into the picks this weekend. We'll get into the rankings. But first, we're going to get into the CMAs. That's where we're going to we're going to talk Luke Combs, obviously. But he's coming in a couple weeks. I'm very excited for that. Chase Rice, House of Blues for charity, charity concert. 
didn't come to perform. I was I was disappointed. Like I said, this is the fifth time I've seen Chase, which is kind of funny because I don't even love Chase that much. I like him. I don't love him. I think I liked him a little more back in the day before I was super into country, and he kind of he kind of guided me into it with the bro country. So I respect him for that. But clearly was hungover. He said it. He said he was in Hampton. Shout out to Hampton Ballroom Casino. Said he was a little hungover from the night before. But man, it's a charity concert. You got to at least prepare. You got to at least get ready for it. You know, you got you, you got to bring out all the big guns for a charity show. So he was just kind of lame. I don't know if it was he was lame or I'm comparing it because I saw Kip Moore a couple weeks ago and he just blew my socks off. I mean, he was incredible. The energy he had was absolutely insane. And maybe because it's different music, Chase is kind of that more chill out, relax, some songs, sexy songs, ride, gonna want it tonight, stuff like that. So maybe that's why and he's just trying to be cool guy. Chase's pants were far too tight. I'll tell you that much. Maybe that's why he was just constricted from the waist down. That could have been the issue. Um, but I just, I was a little disappointed with Chase. So probably going to be the last time I'll see Chase or at least buy tickets for him. Uh, five times enough. He, uh, he played some new songs though, which were awesome. Uh, so that was good to see. He, I hadn't seen him since his new album came out, obviously. So that was good to see. But I was, I was slightly disappointed in Chase. But I still like him. I'm not holding it totally against him. Long night, whatever. Back-to-back shows. That's what it is. I just think for a charity show, you might want to show it a little more. But carrying that country music theme, we're going to go right into the CMAs. So CMAs were on Wednesday night. Biggest night in the country music. Live from Nashville at the Bridgestone Arena. 55th annual. My man Luke Bryan hosting. Thought he did an okay job. He kind of seemed like he was wasted. His eyes were super squinty. He was slurring his words a little bit. He kind of seemed nervous in a way. Um, Bunch of outfit changes, which was great. I don't really understand that. Someone said it's probably for the designers to make some money off it. I guess so. I don't know. But he, he was slurring his words a little bit. I like he's put on some pounds. I noticed that on an Instagram post. I love it. He's becoming just dad Luke. More relatable. He's not this superstar. Had a little bit of a double chin going. It was great to see. I'm all in. I'm all in on big boy Luke. I'm all in on fat Luke. I hope he blows up even more and just becomes a regular guy. But uh, I think he did a pretty good job. It, it's tough. I mean, the host, it's like you can only do so much. It's more so the writers, you know? It's like all those jokes that they that they say, they're not actually writing them, you know? So it's hard to judge a host um, I think it's hard to do a bad job as a host. You literally just have to read a teleprompter. So unless you really screwed up, I don't think it'd be that bad. So I thought Luke did a good job. But we're gonna run through all the nominee or all the categories, all the nominees, see what everyone won. My thoughts on it. Chris Stapleton ran away with it again, which, as you probably know, I am not happy about. Excuse me. So let's dive right in, and then we'll get into the college football. Happy Friday, gang. Let's have a good weekend. Music video of the year. So I didn't like this. Musical event of the year and music video of the year. Kenny and uh, Kelsey Ballerini, or I would say Kelsey Ballerini with Kenny. Way more so. It's her song and Kenny just does background. He had should have had a verse in it. But they announced those two that won before the show. I saw it on Instagram on Wednesday afternoon. Those used to be two big categories. Maybe not music video, but musical event of the year. That's a big category. They used to be up there. I was very surprised they didn't do that one. Oh, there's a neck crack another one they didn't do that one at the show that that, that was surprising to me so music video of the year um chasing after you ryan heard mary morris that was very boring famous friends haven't seen it gone by dirks was a good one i think that one probably should have won um dirk it, it's a it has a comedic aspect to it it's kind of like a skit it's kind of like a more of a show than anything type of thing so i think that was good but whatever music video is kind of irrelevant um and that's coming from me the biggest music video guy in the world still watch cmt 
uh, top 25 countdown every Saturday morning with game day. That's my tradition. Musical event of the year, like I mentioned, half my hometown, Kelsey and Kenny. Um, I can't believe we had By Dirt, Jordan Davis, Luke Bryan. Uh, not a great song, but great lyrics. Chasing after you again. Drunk and I don't want to go home. And then Famous Friends. I'm surprised Famous Friends didn't win. That song is a massive hit on the radio. Uh, it might be the most played song this year. So it's, it's definitely up there. Uh, I remember reading that somewhere. I'm surprised that one didn't hit because of the commercial success with it. Aldine and Carrie Underwood, who performed If I Didn't Love You. That's what I thought it was going to be. I mean, two mega, mega top-of-the-game superstars combining on an awesome song. Sounded great live. I thought that should have been the winner. Not even a nomination. Blew my mind. But surprise famous friends didn't win. Should have been uh, Carrie and uh, Aldine. Song of the year. So we have single of the year and song of the year. I don't really know the difference. I believe single of the year is for the artist, and then song of the year is for the songwriters. Um, so we'll start here. Song. So this works. Stapleton starts to clean up. Uh, Forever after all. Luke Combs. Good ones. Gabby Barrett. Hell of a view. This is for song of the year. This is the songwriters. Hell of a view. Church. One night standards. Ashley McBride, and then starting over. Stapleton. Stapleton ends up winning with starting over. Overrated song. Not that good. Um, out of those ones. I mean, lyrically, I don't think Forever After All, as good as it is for Luke, that was the biggest one radio-wise. I don't think lyrically that one's that blow your mind away. I mean, he just kind of says a bunch of stuff that runs out, and then he says our love doesn't run out. Great song, but lyrics not our strongest. Um, One Night Standards, I think that's a good one. I I think lyrically that probably should have been it. I'm biased. I like that. I love Hell of You by Church. Um, And then the good one's Gabby Barrett. That's just a comeback for Anthem. That's just the definition of an eye for an eye makes the whole world blind with I hope. I hate that song. Good song. Hate the lyrics. Just such a terrible message to send. To go out just because you got wrong that you think you should run the rest of the world. And you hope someone else is struggling. Someone else finds trouble just because they gave you trouble. That's not the way you're supposed to live life. Can't stand that message. Hate that that song got so big. So I think she kind of had to combat that with like, oh, I don't hate all guys. Uh, there's there's a couple good ones. Um I think it should have been one night standards. That would have been my pick, but starting over one, um, I don't know. Again, he like he says you're my four leaf clover. I'm starting over like that. I don't know. That lyrically, that doesn't do it for me. You know, it's just I don't know. Not that clever. So I would have picked Ashley McBride. Love the Ashley McBride. Uh, love, love the Ashley McBride. Love that she got uh, on Wednesday night. One night standards up for single of the year again. That's great. I didn't realize it was such a big song. Didn't. I don't think it was a number one or anything. Didn't do that big. Country Radio. And I know this isn't Country Radio. This is the Academy. So it's different. Uh, single of the year. All the same songs. Except Famous Friends as opposed to Forever After All. Which I don't even get why they did. Just They should just do it in one category. Or if you're going to do Song of the Year for songwriters, take songs that actually have really good lyrics. That aren't necessarily commercial successes. Not necessarily even radio singles. Like, take the best written song if this is what you're going to do. So, Stapleton wins that one again. I don't even know. Out of those ones, I think Famous Friends was by far the biggest song. So, that one probably should have won. Again, I would have taken One Night Standards or Hell of View by Eric Church. That's just a really good song. Album of the Year, 29, Carly Pierce, Dangerous, Morgan Wallen, Heart, Eric Church, Skeletons, Brothers Osborne, Starting Over, Chris Stapleton. Again, Chris Stapleton wins this one. You know how I feel, whatever, I'm not a big Stapleton guy. I mean, it should have been Dangerous, Morgan Wallen. That was by far the biggest album of the year. Not even close. Like, blew everyone out, especially after his controversy. But 
He got canceled. Wasn't even allowed there. I'm surprised they even put him up there because they, they gave him the nomination, but they weren't they didn't allow him to physically be there. That surprised me. Um, so this one kind of has an asterisk to me because if that didn't happen for Morgan Wallen, I mean, it, it, at, are you going to separate like for this type of stuff? Do you separate the person and the wrongdoing from the art? Because this was, I know, obviously you can't do it because he's canceled. That would just be a horrible look for country, uh, PR nightmare. But I mean, that was definitely the biggest album of the year. Not my favorite. Ryan Hurd's I thought was way better. Riley Green had a way better EP, many better. I'm not a big Morgan Wallen guy, but I mean, he smashed, smashed the iTunes chart this year. It was like he had, I think he set records for weeks wise being up there and streams and all that stuff. So that should have been the winner. Obviously, we knew it wasn't going to be. Musician of the year. Janie Fleener, a fiddle. Love that. We have steel guitar, drums, banjo, and a guitar. I don't know any of these people, so shout out to you for a fiddle. That's some country music right there. New artist of the year. Jimmy Allen wins it. Up against Ingrid Address, Ingrid Andress, which only had one song. She has the Take You Home to Daddy song, More Hearts Than Mine. Uh, Gabby Barrett, who we mentioned. Mickey Guyton. No one has benefited more than Mickey Guyton. Then all the stuff that happened in 2020. She was just like, and it's not her fault. Credit to her for stepping up in the time, but she's just a nobody. She's been around, has zero, zero commercial success, hasn't been on the radio whatsoever, but is all over these award shows because she's the only African-American lady country singer right now. So it's not her fault and nothing against her. But she's just benefiting, and they're shoving her down our throats all the time. She was at the ACMs, the CMA. She does all this stuff, and she was performing and had a lovely song with a great message. My hair, or I, I, I don't apologize for my hair, something like that. And she sounds great, but she's a nobody. She's an absolute nobody. I'd like to see like her record sales and all that stuff, but like going against these people, I mean, she's just absolutely benefited. I'd never heard of her literally until 2020 and all that stuff happened. So shout out to her for taking advantage of an opportunity, but... Man, I don't know. I, I don't know. She's just uh, she's been thrown down our throats and don't really even know who she is, what she sings. She's not that popular. She's been doing it forever and hasn't cut through until miraculously. She's been around for like 10 years in Nashville. And then miraculously all that stuff happens and she's at the top of the game. I don't know. Maybe I'm just a, a cynic or whatever, but that's just that, that I don't know. Touchy subject, I suppose. But Jimmy Allen wins. He had a great speech. I uh, was crying. Had a great like full circle moment. Five years ago, he went to the to um, the CMAs with like a hundred dollars left in his bank account or something like that, just because he wanted to see someone play. And then he just ends up winning uh, art new artist of the year. So that was good to see. I would have liked Hardy. I knew he wasn't going to win. He's not big enough yet. I think maybe if he got nominated next year, sick songwriter, massive songwriter. But I don't think he's cut through yet as an artist. So I don't think he he, he deserved to win that. Um, I'm cool with Jimmy Allen. Out of those guys, he definitely has the most success. So I'm cool with Jimmy Allen. Like I said, he seemed by like all accounts like a really good dude. Duo of the year, Brooks and Dunn, Brothers Osborne, Dan and Shay, Florida Georgia Line, Maddie and Tay. Same people who've been around forever. Uh, Brothers Osborne ended up winning. I figured it'd be Dan and Shay. I thought they were just going to win this for the next five years, like Florida Georgia Line did until the next duo comes. Shout out to Maddie and Tay. They've been nominated for like 10 years now. Not that long, but... They're just never going to cut through. There's all these people in front of them. So good to see Brothers Osborne. I like them. Don't love them. I like how different they are. They have their own unique sound, so that's good to see. Um, group of the year, Lady Antebellum, 
Little Big Town, Midland, Old Dominion, Zach Brown Band. Old Dominion wins for the third straight year. I used to love them. They're just a straight-up pop singers now. They make John Mayer music, so they're not even country, so it's kind of a bummer. Um, I'm glad the Little Big Town era is over, the most overrated group of all time in country music. Zach Brown hasn't really come out with any music. Midland, I don't think, has cut through to the next level yet. Lady A, I could have seen them winning. But, I I, I mean, old OD's the, the biggest band right now in, in Nashville. But it's just a bummer they're not even country anymore. Male vocalist of the year, Stapleton wins again for his fourth of the night. Uh, Thomas Rhett, Luke Combs, Eric Church, Dirks Bentley. Love Dirks in there. First time you see, or he had the music video, but first time you see his name out there. So good to see. No Luke Bryan, no Jason Aldean in any nominations this year. Interesting. I guess they didn't have new music. Um, Thomas Rhett had his new album this year. I'm surprised that wasn't up for album of the year. But Stapleton, I guess, he just wins that every single year. We'll go, we'll circle back to that. Female vocalist of the year, Gabby Barrett, Miranda Lambert, Ashley McBride, Maren Morris, Carly Pierce. Carly Pierce wins. I was when I originally saw that, I was like, huh, that's interesting. I think she was the only one with an album this year, though, so that makes sense. Um, Gabby Barrett, I think, too new. She's been grinding it out. Everyone said her album was fabulous. I haven't listened to it yet. I do like her single. She had another really good speech. Very emotional. Tears. Loved it. You could tell it meant a whole lot to her. Ashley McBride got up there and helped her out. It was great. Like I said, love the Ashley McBride love. She's the best girl in Nashville right now. Let's keep that going. Hopefully, she gets some more mainstream success. Keep those albums going. She's incredible. Um, And then the biggest one of the year, of the night, rather, Entertainer of the Year, Eric Church, Luke Combs, Miranda Lambert, Chris Stapleton, Carrie Underwood. Stapleton, you didn't get the clean sweep. My man, Luke Combs, takes another step towards becoming the greatest person to ever play a six-string in the history of the world. If not that, maybe, but the greatest country music artist of all time. He's coming for George Strait. He's coming for Garth Brooks. He's coming for all the records. He's about to go 12 for 12 with Cold As You. Four number ones. Entertainer of the year. It's going to be the first of many. I don't know if he'll do it all in a row. I, he just announced some stadium shows, three of them. He's got Seattle, Denver, and Atlanta announced today. So he's getting in. He's dabbling into the stadium tours. So he, he's just getting started with it when it comes to absolutely blowing up. There's, there hasn't been a bigger rise in country music than this. It's insane. Morgan Wallen also astronomical, and he took a, a big hit, and he's like a big, massive setback this year. But Combs, I mean... Not even 10 years ago, he didn't even know how to play the guitar. And now he's winning Entertainer of the Year. It's just incredible to see. He's just so good. It's great to see because it's real country music. He looks like just a real country hick. He sings for the people. He's all. He's so humble. What he said, he said, everyone deserves this award. I don't deserve it, but I'll take it. He just seems like such a good dude. Looks like a regular Joe and just has the craziest voice. His performance was impeccable. Another banger by, not even a banger, just another great song. Lyrically so good. Such a perfect song for the moment for the CMAs. Doing this if you don't know what I'm talking about. Just a song about how if he wasn't rich and famous and winning Entertainer of the Year, he would still be playing music because he loves it so much. He always mentions that, how he just loves country music and he's still got more music. And he always writes his own stuff, so... He's just, he's going to go down as the greatest of all time. Been saying that since day one. So, so happy he finally got his due Entertainer of the Year on Beat Out Stapleton. Always weird to me when someone wins Entertainer of the Year, but they don't win the Vocalist of the Year. Like, how does Stapleton win Male Vocalist of the Year, but Luke Combs win Entertainer of the Year? If you're the Entertainer of the Year, aren't you, you probably the Vocalist of the Year? Or like if uh, Carrie Underwood won Entertainer of the Year, but she didn't, she's not even nominated for Vocalist of the Year. I don't know. That doesn't really make sense to me. But all in all, a good night. Long. It's always really long. 
Uh, I like it for the awards. There's a lot of performances. I think they could cut that, cut out some of the performances, but I know that's that's a big thing. But it is the biggest night in Nashville, so it's good to see. I love it every year. I get jazzed up for it, but I'm just so stoked for Luke Combs. Took him to that next level. You need an entertainer of the year to get into that category. He's going to win at least two, three, four, maybe even five. So big things to come from my man, Luke. That's all I got. That's the country music plot portion that was that was all that was a miss a miss word right there so moving on we're just not even a transition the transition will be a sip of water two sips of water taylor swift uh came out with her new album today or the the re-recording of her new album the all too well 10 minute song good i like the original better it was it was it wasn't the exact same instrumental instrumental um it was definitely a more newer modified version Kind of like more poppy, so to speak. Not just a traditional country song. Good. It doesn't feel like a 10-minute song. It goes by quickly, which is nice. Which which means it's a very good song. But it's cool how she just takes it and works in different verses and, and, and along the chorus and things like that. So it's definitely good. Worth the listen. Um, I Almost Do sounds even better this time around. That's one of my favorite t- uh, Taylor Swift songs. I don't think it gets enough love. Um the new one with Chris Stapleton, Speak of the Devil. Very good. I like that one. And interesting, she had two songs that have been recorded. I believe number one's in country music. So I, I don't know when she wrote these. If she wrote these back in the day for Red, it's cool that they took so long to get cut. She has Babe, that Sugarland um, recorded and was a number one. Uh, two years ago, three years ago maybe, Babe. And then Better Man by Little Big Town. Both I knew she wrote. <laughs> I didn't realize she wrote way back then. I figured she wrote them more recently. But if she wrote those like 10 years ago and they're just getting, it's kind of cool how that works in Nashville and how things get passed around and held for so long and then they end up becoming huge hits. And it's like, why didn't you record this back then, you know? So I don't know. It takes a life on its own. But check that out if you're a big Swifty fan. I liked it. Uh, on to college football. Last weekend, as I mentioned, didn't watch a whole lot of games. So we're going to rip through um, scores. Got to get get it up on the app. That was week 10. So this is week 11, man. We're coming down to it. Hold on. We're coming down to it. Uh, any big news last weekend? I don't think so. I think everyone took care of business. Georgia took care of business. Um, North Carolina won last weekend, lost last night. What a bad take by me. North Carolina is 5-5 five and five right now. I was just drinking the Kool-Aid. Just couldn't have been more off on them. I don't think I watched any college football. I watched Hawaii late night. I think that was the only game. I was out and about at the uh, at the bars and whatnot, like I said before, Chase. UMass lost to URI. Awful. FCS. Fired their coach. UConn hired Jim Mora, former coach of UCLA. Also has some NFL experience with the Falcons and the Seahawks. Uh, UMass needs to take a page out of that book. Go get someone big. That's a great play by UConn. That's a guy who's probably he's been on TV, wants to get back into it, just wants to build a program. He knows he's co- to- coached at the highest level. Different challenge. Bigger, build a program up. So I like that out of UConn. Good for you. Oklahoma State smokes West Virginia. I lost that bet. 24-3. I had the over. Um, TCU beat Baylor. Oh, man, I didn't know that. That kills me. I had no idea. I was all stoked that Baylor, Oklahoma was this weekend, and Baylor is going to beat Oklahoma and then win the Big 12 and make their way into the playoff. That is news to me. Uh, A&M took care of business on Auburn. Auburn came down to life a little bit after a big win two weeks ago over Ole Miss, 20-3. They just shut Bo Nix down. actually watched a little bit of that game. Um, 
Da, 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 da. What else we got? Tennessee beat Kentucky in a good one, 45-42. Uh, I saw the end of that one. That was a good one. LSU covered big time versus Bama. Forgot about that. That, that was a good one. Alabama only won 20-14. Spread was minus 29 Bama. So in Alabama too. So that's always a good game. Doesn't matter when it is. Two teams like that, it'll always be a good game. So that's good to see. Um, South Carolina dummies Florida. 40 to 17. Florida falls to four and five, while South Carolina goes to five and four. South Carolina covers plus 20. They end up hanging 23 on them. Come on. Uh, Texas loses a big one to Iowa State, 30 to seven. I didn't know that. Texas goes to four and five. The most up and down season of all time. Stay away from Texas. Wouldn't touch them with a 10 foot pole. And then uh, I lost that Hawaii. No, it was a push actually. The Hawaii San Diego State. That was the first push to push of the season for me. So. Like I said, I didn't watch a whole lot last week. Can't give a whole lot into it. We'll get into this week's picks. The top 10, or the top 6 right now, the playoff. I was trying to write my own. No different. I totally agree with the committee right now. Georgia 1, Bama 2, Oregon 3, Ohio State 4, Cincinnati 5, Michigan 6. Actually, that's the only one I changed. Michigan State 7. Michigan State beat Michigan. You have to. Head-to-head. The head-to-head is the number one thing for me. I, I hate when they do that. Strength of schedule and beat blah, 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 blah. You played head-to-head. Michigan State is better than Michigan. They played head-to-head and beat them. Michigan State should be seven, uh, six. Michigan should be seven. Or Cincinnati. Get Cincinnati out of there. Put Michigan at Michigan State at five. Michigan State at six. Get Cincinnati at seven. So good to see. I like that they, they have Oklahoma all the way down to eight still. Like I've been preaching all year, Oklahoma stinks. I need them to lose. They can get out of this conversation um, so we don't have to hear about them again. But, I mean, it, it's a it's a one-and-a-half-legged race, like headed monster, whatever it is. Georgia's by far the best team, and I think Alabama's still by far number two. So it'll be interesting. This week, Friday night, we're going to wrap it up here right now. Half hour. We don't need to go any longer than this. Uh, Michigan at Penn State, good Big, tw- uh, Big Ten matchup right there. Penn State plus one-and-a-half. I don't know. 48 and a half. I like the under. That's going to be a Big Ten game. Just going to be ground and pound. You know, I don't think there'll be a lot of points in that one. Um, I think Michigan wins. They're just trying to keep their hopes alive. So minus one and a half. I think that's safe. Maybe they win by a field goal. That'll be a close game. Good game to watch. Mississippi State at Auburn. Auburn minus five and a half. They're, they're like Texas. They're so up and down this year. I like it. It's it's at home. I think Bonex has a big bounce back game. 51, I would go with the over. Oklahoma at Baylor. Like I said, I this was my lock of the week. Baylor plus five and a half. I was gonna, I'm still gonna go Baylor money line because I'm sticking by it. But that loss last week that uh, that throws me off a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I still like Baylor money line. Baylor plus five and a half. That's safe. Sixty two point five. That's a high over. I think it's a shootout though. I think the only way Baylor wins is in a shootout. So I like the over and I like Baylor money line. West Virginia at Kansas State. Uh, Kansas State minus six. I like West Virginia plus six, actually. I think West Virginia is kind of playing spoiler, bouncing around. Not that they're spoiling anything for Kansas State, but they're bouncing around a little bit, playing some good games. 47, I like the over. Dub V plus six and the over. Purdue, that's who's been playing spoiler. They beat Mich- uh, Michigan State. They beat Iowa. They got Ohio State this week. Can they do it again? Can they do it again? Ohio State minus 21. I'm taking Purdue plus 21 at least. I don't know if I'm going as far as say money line. It's at Ohio State. 63 and a half is a lot. I think that's a low scoring affair. I think you at least Purdue to cover. Why not? Have them play spoiler again. Think they could do it three times? I would love it. Get Ohio State out of there. You know I don't like Ohio State. Georgia, Tennessee. 
battle of Kyle's two teams, Tennessee plus 20. That's a lot of points, especially when it's in Knoxville. I don't care how good George is. 330 CBS, that's a rivalry game right there. Tennessee's on the up and up. I ain't touching it, but if I was you, I would do Tennessee plus 20. 56, I think you go over because I think Tennessee scores to keep it within 20, and then George obviously has to score to run away with it. Um, A&M at Ole Miss. Over 57, that's a lock for me. Both high-scoring offenses. It's the only way Ole Miss wins. Their defense stinks. They have to put points on the board. I love Ole Miss 2.5 at home and the over 57. Uh, I'm not sold on A&M, even though they beat Bama. Still not sold on them, and I, you know, I'm biased against Ole Miss. Notre Dame at Virginia. Virginia plus 5.5. Love it. Also like the upset. Virginia uh, money line, straight up. I think they win. I think Notre Dame falters here. I think Virginia kind of flying under the radar. It's at home. 64 is a lot. I'm going to go under 64. Virginia wins outright. Arkansas at LSU. LSU, like I mentioned, huge win over Alabama last weekend. I think they have a little uh, misstep. Or not a win. What am I talking about? Just a, a good win, a good game against them. They didn't win. Uh, but I, I, I think they kind of lose that a little bit in their, uh, what is it, no, like a, a not a, a slap back to reality game type of thing. Arkansas still playing good football. I know they're not having that Cinderella season. 59, um, I like the under. I think both run the ball, good defenses there. Um, and then Arkansas, minus two and a half. Sure, that's kind of a pick in my opinion. And then TCO, Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State minus 12, 54 and a half. Go for the over. TCU plus 12. They're riding high off that big one. I think Oklahoma State still wins with TCU plus 12. I don't hate it. Lock of the week? That was quick. I don't know if anyone kept up with that one. I apologize. Like I said, I wanted to keep it around a half hour. I got hockey tonight. I'm feeling loose. Feeling good. Couple goals on Wednesday. Hopefully some more goals. In my Friday night league, I'm ice cold right now. I got to bounce back. So my head's head's in uh, men's league for tonight. Friday night. Look at this heroic sacrifice. For wedding diet season... No more pizza Fridays. No more cold beers on Fridays. We're playing hockey. We're losing weight. We're getting into that tuxedo. And we're getting ready for diet season. Lock of the week. I'm standing by it. I won't go as far as say money line. Baylor 5 plus 5.5. Lock of the week right there. Throw this over 62.5 in there as well. I think both those hit. Let's have a great weekend, gang. College football is wrapping up. We're two weeks from Thanksgiving, rivalry weekend after that. It's wrapping up. Take advantage. Watch as much as you can. It looks like it's going to be rainy up in Boston tomorrow. Take advantage of that. Do whatever you need to do in the morning. I got to go see Nana. I'll tell her you all say what up. Thanks so much for tuning in. Shout out to Mr. Collins, Billy C, if you're listening. Shout out to you. First son getting married. Congratulations. Very exciting. Love you all. Let's have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. Peace. Man, I love college. Do I really have to graduate or can I just stay here for the rest of my life? Kino Radio. Kino Radio.